Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Truth Be Told. With Chad and Jade. Yep. Look. And we, sometimes my children. Yeah. No, hopefully when not. When they don't keep quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look, we're happy that you're listening. Again, yeah. we just we, we like to give people shout outs. Number one, look, we've crossed the 25,000 downloads mark, which is always a great uh, milestone exciting. for us. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, we've just seen such great support. So thank you everybody for sharing, for tagging us for recommending it to your friends. Yeah. Uh, and we're glad that you enjoy it. We're yeah. glad that you find us enjoyable yeah. and somewhat not painful to listen to. <laughs> Mostly me. In, in, no, kidding. Um, people tell me all the time that they just listen because Jade's got a cool accent. And I have to agree. That's half the reason I married yeah, her. Yeah, don't sit here and act because humble. I literally she's took got a, a picture, great accent. I literally took a picture of Chad recently and showed it to him and he went, wow, I'm so great at at having pictures taken off my what how did you say it you were like wow i'm so beautiful but it's basically no, what you're saying i said what it was me graham and hunter and i said wow great people to get a good photo of yeah so don't act like you're all humble oh come on all right but look today we're gonna talk about the topic first things first yeah it was interesting recently i shared a little thing on my instagram and it was it was like a reshare i'd seen it somewhere else and i i reshared it on my instagram story and Essentially, this is what it said, and it wasn't for it wasn't for guys, but we're gonna kind of make it applicable to everybody. But this is what it said: It said, "Girl, read your Bible. You can eat all the kale, buy or, all the things, we'll lift all the in. weights, take all the trips, trash all that doesn't spark joy, wash your face, and hustle like mad. But if you don't rest your soul in Jesus, you will never find peace and purpose." And it was interesting because I had so many people respond and interact with me on that story just saying this is so good I needed this wow this resonates with me and I find it interesting because it does resonate with a lot of people and I think why it does is because it's easy to fall into the trap of having our priorities out of order right or not keeping what's important first thing first you know even I I can say it and, and I'm sure Chad that you can kind of uh chirp in or I'll chime chirp. in i'll oh. chirp when i'm ready <laughs> I'll, I'll chirp when i'm darn ready to chirp <laughs> but um it's so easy to try to do everything in our human effort right yeah. try keep our house clean for the for the ladies try keep our house clean have our kids perfectly dressed take all the right family pictures blah 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 blah. try do all these things but how many times do we lay our head on the pillow at night exhausted and feeling like we still didn't do what everything that we're supposed to do. And what I believe that comes down to is because we're trying to put our confidence or we're chasing and trying to put all of our effort into the wrong thing. Right. And it's not that those things aren't important, right? It's not that getting your family together and doing all these things. And I wanted you to kind of give some examples from a male perspective, but right. it's not that those things are wrong. It's just that they're not the priority first. They're the priority after our relationship with Jesus. Even when it comes to guys, you know, it, we worked our, our job, we worked hard, we came home, we loved our families, we did everything that we needed to do, we took care of the lawn, we did all those extra things that, that come up. And 
it can be crazy because you can do all of those things correctly even and still feel unsatisfied in like you're missing something. Yeah. And it's because you weren't meant to do life outside of the presence of God. Yeah. In creation, God created us to be interdependent upon him. And there's a, uh, I always tell people, there's a God-sized puzzle piece in your heart. Mm -hmm. And you can try to put whatever you want in it. And it, this is even bringing me back to before salvation, when I was really searching for truth. I'd, I had tried, uh, you know, being in with the cool kids and fitting in with the social things. I would, tried, you know, uh, uh, drinking and going to parties. I tried, you know, playing around with some drugs, sleeping around. I tried everything that the world told me I had to be satisfied with, uh, to, to be satisfied with myself. I, you know, had a good plan for a career path. I did all of those things and I'll never forget a moment in, in before I was saved and I was drinking at my buddy's house and I was looking around and I saw my friends having fun and I saw all this stuff and I just leaned back on the garage wall, slid down on my butt, and I just kind of looked up at the sky and I said, there has to be something more to life than this. And now, okay, fast forward into salvation. I think the same problem that I had then could easily creep in even being a Christian, right. even going to church. But it's when all of these distractions in the world all of these other things start to come up and we think that it's going to bring us fulfillment. Right. But at the end of the day, the only person designed to truly fulfill you and to give you what you need right. is Jesus. Absolutely. Um, often, I, yeah, and this is just what I have written down in our notes. Often we spend a ton of time chasing the wrong things and not enough time chasing the right things. As long as our priorities are out of whack, our lives will remain out of whack. And I think that's a hard truth, especially for a lot of women specifically. A lot of women, we operate off of to-do lists, right? And so it's as long as I've done this and this and this and this, I'm a good woman or I'm a good wife or I'm a good mom. But the reality is, is you can have every single thing on that list checked and still lay your head down on your pillow at night and feel like, man, I don't know if I accomplished everything. And it's because you didn't. You, you, you know, you can, you can have the approval of a great house and dressing your kids well and all those things, but if you don't have the approval of yeah. Jesus and time the in first his presence, first, yeah. it doesn't even matter. We can try to do all the things, and they may even be good things, yeah. right? I even think, you know, maybe I'm talking to somebody in ministry. Yeah. You can host all the Bible studies. Yeah. You can do all the groups. You can do all of the coffee dates, you know, ministering to other people. But if you haven't spent time in right. the word, if you haven't spent time in the presence of God, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. And you say, you know, it might be more towards ladies, but I, I completely disagree. I think the checklists are different, but I think the yeah. feelings and the thoughts are exactly the yeah. same. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're, you're a husband or a wife or, you know, single guy, single girl, whatever it is, I'm telling you. There is a satisfaction that can only come from the Lord. And I know my wife's going to get into some scripture, but yeah. before, let's just set the precedent of Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of these other things will be added unto you. See, everything outside of the presence of God is a bonus. Mm. But a lot of times we're chasing all of the other things Absolutely. instead of chasing Jesus. But what you miss is this that in Christ, those things become valuable. Outside of Christ, they become something 
that can be an idol. They become something that can appear to give you satisfaction for a moment, but won't sustain you. It it's like a fleeting desire that's never truly achieved or satisfied. But when Christ is the foundation, the joy in all of those things is fuller. I would say, absolutely, absolutely, because He makes us enjoy it, and He makes us even experience it. In a greater capacity. I would even say that there's a supernatural grace, yeah. right? Because that's what the Bible says. God gives us a grace. And that what is grace? It's supernatural empowering. Right. Grace has a couple definitions, but one of them is it's a supernatural empowerment yeah. to be able to do what God's asked yeah. you to do. Absolutely. Um, but here, I want to get into a little bit of scripture because I think this is really cool. So in the book of First and Second Chronicles, we see the Passover of King David to his son, King Solomon. And I was reading in the word and something really stood out to me in First Chronicles 28, 9 through 10. This is King we David. We are glad talk, that you read the Bible. Talk, me too. Talking to his son, David. And this is what he says. Uh, David talking to his son, Solomon. I'm sorry. And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. So take this seriously. The Lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. Here's what I find interesting. David was a successful king. Right. Yeah, he had his mistakes. Yeah, he had his issues. But the reality is David was a successful king. And in all of his a getting, yeah. he got God. Yeah. And in all of his getting and all of his learning, what did he learn? He learned that Solomon needs to seek God intimately. Why? Because yeah. he learned that yeah. he needed to seek yeah. God intimately. And even in God's description of David, it was a, a man after my own heart. Yeah. Right? That was his accomplishment and his greatest foundation to his success. Right. If we skip over a couple of verses and go to verse 20, it says this. Then David continued, be strong and courageous and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged yeah. for the Lord, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. He will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. That's, that's a father telling his son about his God mm-hmm. and knowing that, hey, son, God's called you to do all of this, but get to know him first. Get to know God. I like how David says, my God, right? He's speaking of somebody that he knows intimately. And the prerequisite to him doing the work was to worship God, Mm -hmm. to intimately get to know him. And why is that? Because he's required to do all that you're called to do. Maybe the reason that you're not satisfied is because you've been trying to do it without him. He hasn't been the foundation. He hasn't been the first thing that you're seeking. But, you know, and I don't want to steal it because I think this is a perfect time to go into it. But, you know, the interesting thing about Solomon is this. When God came to him after he made great sacrifice to God, God asked him. uh, I'll let you read it out of my Bible (laughs) since you want to steal it. Oh, I I was trying to lead you into it. You just uh, It's my joy to share it with you. Wow, look at you, baby girl. God said to Solomon, because your greatest desire is to help your people, you did not ask for wealth, right? God came to him and asked, what is it that you want? I'll give you anything. What do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. And Solomon asked that he would give him wisdom and knowledge to lead his people properly. 
And so God said to Solomon, return to that, because your greatest desire is to help your people and you did not ask for wealth, riches, fame, or even the death of your enemies or for long life, but rather you asked for wisdom and knowledge to properly govern my people. I will certainly give you the wisdom and knowledge you requested, but I'll also give you wealth, riches, fame, as no other king has had before you or will ever have in the future. See, David's prerequisite in in training of Solomon to seek and to worship God and to know him, right? You don't make the sacrifices. It was ridiculous numbers of animals that were sacrificed Mm -hmm. that day. And you don't sacrifice all of that unless you intimately know God. Because you would start to count the cost. You'd be like, I'm not going to sacrifice all this. It's way too much money. We could sell it. We could use it. And see, that's what the mind starts to do Mm -hmm. is, well, I'm like, well, God, I I know I could read the word and spend time in prayer this morning, but I have to make breakfast. My kids got up. This happened. This happened. I got to clean the house. I got to do this. And all of these other things. And we start counting the cost. But what's important is to put the weight on the first things first. Yeah. And so Solomon put the first things first. He asked for wisdom. In knowledge to rule his people. Why? Because that was the purpose God anointed him for. Right. And so he sought him first. He sacrificed to him. He honored God. And when he did that, God then gave him everything else, which ties exactly back into Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. Yeah. I was even thinking, it was funny, a couple weeks before we moved to Florida, I haven't, didn't even tell you this, Chad, but I was kind of thinking like, you know, this is like such a faith leap and we're going to do all of this stuff. Um, maybe I need to contribute somewhat like financially as an extra additive, you know, we're, we're doing this and whatever, you know, to be able to sow into the vision and stuff. And so I started like looking at like options of like work from home options or whatever. And I heard the Lord so strongly be like, that is not what I've asked you to do. I've asked you to do to go and do what I've asked you to do in Florida. And it was so cool because I realized in that moment, so many times we do, we try to go after the right thing with the right, or the Mm. wrong thing with the right heart. Mm -hmm. We have the right heart. God, I want to do this. I want to fund your kingdom. But if God's not asking you to do that right now, maybe he's not asking you to, you know, do this certain job. He wants you to do a different job or, or whatever it is. Our heart is right, but often what we go after is wrong or the timing is wrong. And so when we know God intimately, though, Mm -hmm. we're led by his spirit to know the difference. And so when God said that to me, I realized like, man, I would have been doing the wrong thing with the right heart and just getting fruitless results. Mm -hmm. Because again, I'm just because I'm doing something good doesn't mean I'm doing something that God has asked. No, that's so good. That's so good. And even with me, it's fine. I also didn't tell you this, but two days... (laughs) Confessions. This is confessions. No, but like two days ago, you know, our, we so we've been here for one week and we were gone for two days of that week, and you know, we've just been unpacking, set up, setting up the house, doing some basic things, you know, and uh, the house is almost completely done to have like people over, you yeah. know, so we can start hosting Which we and we start wait. Oh my gosh. building our launch team and start connecting hey, if you, with. If locals. you live in the Bradenton area, we would love to have you yeah. over for dinner. Listen to me. If you are in the Bradenton area, shoot us a message. Ellington, Sarasota, we want to hang. Lower Tampa area, and you are interested in helping plant a church, we want to hang with you. That is going to be spirit filled, that's going to build legacy, strengthen family, evangelize our community, disciple people to be strong believers, and to do missions and outreach. 
then we want to connect with you. We want to have you over. We want to see if you would be part of our launch team and help us make an impact in this region, in this nation, and then into the world. It sounds like ad recorded, but that came out of my spirit. So, uh, but if that's you, you know, take no further time, go right to our Facebook, our social medias, Instagram website, reach out to us because we want to connect with you. But we had this all set up to get back to the story. And I just leaned back and I looked and I said, man, even with all these material things, there's no satisfaction. I mean, there's like a satisfaction, but it's not real. Yep. Like the, the reality was like, I would far rather have 10 families that I've connected with that would help us launch this church that can truly help us make an impact. And that I, I understand the difference, but there was a thing of like dissatisfaction of like, I, I need to be about my father's business. Yeah, it's so funny. People have been checking in with me, especially from home and whatever, from New York and how you doing and whatever. And you know, my response is good because we are doing great. But the truth is we're like chomping at the bit. Oh. We're like... Lord, we're not created to just sit around. We're created to be pouring into people, to be loving people, to be, to be uh, hosting community and hosting the presence of God in our home and, and empowering people to do their purpose. You know, that's what our hearts beat for. And why we, what has this got to do with the podcast? It's got everything to do with the podcast because, see, we know God, our God, mm. and because of that, this all flows out yeah. of it, yeah. right? It's not... It's not us trying to do this without knowing him, though. This comes from a place of being so saturated with him. So I think, if anything, this podcast today is, is more of just an encouragement to you. Yeah. of Get things back in order. Yeah. Don't wait. Get Don't the things that are important. Worry about what's important. And I promise when you put God first, everything else sorts itself out. Mm-hmm. He gives you wisdom. He gives you creative ideas on how to do things. He gives you a grace to accomplish things. Maybe you're... You know, I just, I know this appeals so much to moms, especially moms that wear a a lot of hats. Maybe you feel like you're overwhelmed. Maybe you feel like you're drowning. Maybe you feel like the to-do list is never done. I want to tell you that if you would just put the to-do list for the side and focus on God, our God, Mm -hmm. focus on God, everything else, he'll give you the wisdom, the grace, the the, the capacity to get it all done. But you got to keep first things first. And men... Just know this, that you can work as hard as you possibly can. You can make as much as you possibly could. You can love your family. But in order for you to do that in a truly eternal manner, right? We're not just working for things on this earth. This is a kingdom and we're serving this supernatural kingdom. That if we want it to be truly effective, if we want it to bear fruit, not just in this world, but in the world to come, if we want to be truly satisfied, that first, it needs to be surrendered to God. First, it needs to be done for God, you know, and we need to spend that time. We need to lead our families. We need to truly set that example so that our children and our wives and people around us will be inspired by our lives and they'll say, I want what that guy has. And so whoever you are today listening, be encouraged. Keep the first things first. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.